and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe. I'm a self-love and empowerment coach, and I've made it my mission to work with women in being a part of their self-love journey of self-expression, of loving their body, of loving their skin, of learning how to reprogram the mind. Because you guys, I had no idea how much my negative self-talk was affecting me. If someone were to tell me like, oh, it's self-love that's actually the issue here, I would be like, what are you talking about? Like, yes, there were things that I knew like, okay, I wasn't respecting my body in certain ways, but I just felt like that's just who I am. That's just me. I didn't realize how much of the things I was doing was actually a response to being hurt from something in the past. And it was like stuck energy in the body. I didn't realize they call it somatic healing. If you've ever heard somatic healing, what that means is it's healing within things in the body that instead of it being something that you just think about or that you can rationalize, it's something that's physically inside the body. Um, I have done different somatic healing or different type of, um, like Eastern style medicine that isn't quite Western, you know, Eastern style is reflexology, acupuncture, Reiki, things like that. And there's something called cranial sacral therapy. It actually was discovered by a doctor, by a German, German doctor, but I learned about it in Costa Rica when I was living there because I was working at a yoga studio in exchange for my apartment and like yoga classes. Cause that was, it was before I ever started a business. I was just trying to figure it out. Like, how can I live in this beautiful place and how can I do it as cheap as possible? Because I didn't have a lot of money. Um, and so the girl that owned it offered something called cranial sacral therapy and I did it with her and I got like a discount because I was working there and I was living with her, you know, it's like an exchange thing where, you know, you work in exchange for your, um, your place to stay. And I found it on, uh, it's called workaway.info. So if any of you guys have been wanting to do some type of work exchange or something where you're like, but how (laughs) I want to go to these countries or these places, but how, whether it's working at hostels, whether it's, um, uh, uh, like taking care of people's houses while they're on vacation or whether it's, you know, talk to my kids in English in exchange for an Italian cottage. Like it seriously is stuff like that. Anywhere you want to live, you can search the location and it's called workaway.info. So just a little tip. Um, but she did this cranial sacral therapy on me where she's holding different parts of the body and it's just like an energy touch where she has your hands on you and it's like five pounds of pressure. I just remember her talking about that's what it was. She had to study and learn how to gauge what five pounds of pressure was. Um, but she told me, she's like, within your, your, your chest, your heart chakra area, it is very tense and very tight and it feels like there's something you haven't mourned about that you've been carrying around with you. And I knew exactly what she was talking about. There were a couple things that had happened um, that there were so many moving parts that I was able to be in this reactionary stage of what do I need to do? What's next? What's next? What's next? That I avoided a grief cycle altogether um, of someone that had passed away and I just never let myself grieve for it. And so I was still carrying carrying around the pain of that loss in my body because it still existed and it needed to be released. And 
as she's telling me this, I was like holding back from crying and because I knew exactly what she was just talking about. But it was also this eye-opening moment of, wow, just because you can mentally push something aside and forget about it doesn't mean it isn't still there and is waiting to be processed and released, you know? So our body stores traumatic events in our life. You know, sexual traumatic events are stored in our lower belly, like the area where our womb is, the womb space, you know? And so things that have been really sad or painful and grief, like, you know, things that we've grieved for, it's like in the chest, it's the heart space. And think about the lungs, the inhale and the exhale, right? The receiving love, the giving love. And so it was the chest. It was that, and it did, it felt like there was something like heavy, like someone sitting on my chest. It was just like this pressure. And I went home and I mourned and cried and I set up like my yoga mat and like Costa Rica was a great experience for me who, because it forced me to become bored in certain ways, right? No TV, pretty shitty internet by myself quite a bit. At that point in my life, I was really getting into yoga and movement and starting to feel strong for one of the first times in my life. Like I did swimming and water polo in high school, but my mindset was that I'm not very good at this. I'm not the athletic type. I'm I'm here because I enjoy it, not because I'm good at it. Like I just had a very negative mindset. So I never allowed myself to really think I'm strong. I am good. I could do this. I can, you know, like just really, it was the self-love piece, you know, of I am, I am. I didn't know about affirmations then. And so I went home in Costa Rica after that cranial sacral therapy and I laid my yoga mat on the backyard and I lit a bunch of candles and I had a bunch of incense. Like I had some sage and I laid in child's pose and cried for like four fucking hours. And I played music and, you know, and I I had my journal out, but I just gave myself permission to fully release. And you guys, I was crying and mourning about things that had happened five years prior. And so I'm sharing this with you because sometimes the things that we've experienced in the past, even if it was a long time ago, it doesn't mean that it isn't still actively present and hurting you now because it's never been released because sometimes our mind will block us from the pain of that experience because we're not ready to face it yet. We're not ready to process it. So it's a form of protection. It's a form of survival for us to black it out or shut it down or go numb because that was a situation for me that I went completely numb because I was in such shock in a situation where I normally would have cried. I didn't because I wasn't ready to, because I wasn't ready to to face the gravity of that experience. So I shoved it down. My ego protected me. It put it in a little box, but it was still affecting me. It was the source of addictions and the source of things that I didn't even realize. I didn't put two and two together. Um, But mourning that evening over things that happened five years prior was so freeing and releasing. And it was like forgiving myself, forgiving other people, forgiving God for the anger I was holding of like, why'd this have to happen this way? And it was so beautiful. But I just remember thinking like, wow, I didn't know this was all here. I didn't know there was this much pain that had been shoved shoved down. 
And so don't be surprised if while you're on this self-love journey, this healing journey, this journey of becoming more empowered and confident and, you know, someone who follows through with things, your old shit is going to come up. It's going to come up and it's coming. And when it starts coming up, you need to take a deep breath, drop your shoulders and be like, this is coming up to show me the areas of growth that I've been asking for. It's not coming up because things are going bad and you're going down another spiral of depression or you're getting anxiety. It's coming up to be healed and witness, right? Sometimes we have to relive it for a second to be like, whoa, what was going on? Bust out your journal. Be like, what was I feeling in that moment? And this, okay, so this is like an important, and I've kind of shared this with how to heal painful experiences into empowerment. There's an episode um, a while back that I did, but writing out what happened, right? What was If there's an experience that keeps popping into your mind and it keeps coming up out of nowhere, it's coming up for you to look at it and heal it and transform it. So I'm going to share with you how you do that, how I've done that. There's all kinds of different ways to healing. For me, I like to write it out for me to see it in a different way. So what happened? Who hurt you? Why did it hurt, right? Describe the pain that you experienced This is the moment where you get to hold space for that past version of you that struggled through this experience. Who hurt you? What happened? Okay. And then the third question, what did you learn about yourself and about the world because of this experience? Did you learn that you are way stronger than you realized? Did you learn that you want to cherish you know, cherish every moment because you don't know when it's going to be your last? Did you learn that not everyone deserves to be trusted? Did you learn? What did you learn? You know, even if it's, even if you feel like the things that you learn aren't positive things, what are the things that you learned? Because it is positive if it's something you learned, because when we see something we don't like, we start to get clarity on what we actually do like. But we have to do the work of asking ourselves, well, what do I want instead, right? If you're like, okay, I learned that I don't want to date assholes. Okay, (laughs) I don't want to date assholes. (laughs) What do you want instead? Because we got to remember the law of attraction. The law of attraction doesn't see things as positive or negative, good, bad, right, or wrong. It's just looking at the words. So if you're saying, I don't want to date an asshole, I don't want to date an asshole, all that you are hearing in your mind is date an asshole, date an asshole. So you have to flip it around. What is also true? If I don't want to date an asshole, what's also true from that? I want to date an incredible man. I want to date a a great guy, you know, or a great girl or a great person. So whatever it is that you don't want, making a note of it and then doing the work to ask yourself, what do I want instead And be in that's where we can create different affirmations of things that we want that are actually going to give us what we are asking for versus accidentally saying things over and over again that are keeping it at the forefront of the mind. For example, I don't want to get fat, I don't want to be single, I don't want to be depressed. The mind is only hearing the key words single, alone, depressed, fat, right? We need to use different words. This is how we start to transform those experiences. Okay, I digress. 
you know, but you guys get the point. You get what I'm saying. Okay. This is a exercise called clarity through contrast. We take the events that are contrasting in our life, the events we don't like, the events that really stand out, and we gain clarity on what we want and who we are because of those experiences. So if you guys need to re-listen to this and pause it and write things down, I totally understand. Um, I will make I will make a journal prompt for this. This is almost like a forgiveness and release. <laughs> A forgiveness and release journal prompt, we'll call it. I'm doing this on the fly. Um, you guys can message me the word release on Instagram, and I will send you back. If you guys haven't gotten the intentions prompt yet, I know a lot of you guys have the intentions prompt. I'm going to send you something similar that's just a one-page graphic that has these questions written out for you that help you identify things. If past events start coming back into your mind and your consciousness, it's ready. you're ready to release them and let them go. And sometimes we have to dig a little bit inside of it in order to then release it. And the way that we do that is we write it out. We look at it in a different way. Um, we find out what happened. We write down what did we learn about ourselves because of it? What did we learn about the world? And then we write, why are we grateful for what we've learned? How, why is this beneficial for me now? Why did this, why, if, if I were to guess that this needed to happen, what would I say is the reason it needed to happen? If I'm looking at this the way everything happens for me, everything is happening for me, not to me. Because when we start to adapt that reality, that perspective, we are no longer the victim. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, false empowerment by being the victim. Because the victim, the ego loves being the victim. Because the ego is like, oh, poor me. Look at the world is doing to me. Someone needs to come help and save me. But here's the thing: if it's to be, it's up to me. If you want it, you get to stand up and go get it. You get to look at the shit you don't want to look at, and you get to love yourself through the process. You're not going to be able to overcome some of these pains or hurts by punishing yourself. And so you get to, it's like learning how to nurture the inner child and nurture the inner wise woman, the inner wise person, if, because she's in there, right? the nurturer inside of you, the mother inside of you, she's in there. And so you need to access that mother because she wants to take care of you and she's not here to punish you. But here's the issue. Sometimes when all of a sudden we think about a mother, we think about our mother and contrasting events cause us to remember things that are painful more than things that are pleasurable. And so maybe you take this whole process with events of forgiving your own mother in order to better embody the mother for yourself that you need. How do you lead yourself when no one's around? How do you guide yourself? How do you support yourself when you're feeling frustrated? Are you able to access the inner mother that's there for you? Just saying like, come on, you can do this. I believe in you one step at a time. I love you enough not to let you quit but you're allowed to rest and rest is important. I love you enough not to let you quit. Mm, isn't that good? That's like a tweetable moment, even though I don't do Twitter. I love you enough not to let you quit. And that's a, a beautiful affirmation that you can give from your adult self to your little self. I love you enough to keep pushing you forward because I know you can do it. 
I love you. I love you enough to wake up when my alarm goes off rather than snoozing it seven times. You know, because the mother also and the father also implements the discipline, right? Of discipline of waking up and getting to school on time. And yes, the inner child is free and amazing, but we need the balance of both. We need the structure. And so this is where we start to become self-soothing. But I want to point something out. You know, I'm talking about forgiveness and release journal prompt of like, what happened? What did I learn about myself? Why am I grateful for learning this? You know, we're finding the silver lining. We're starting to transform how we look at past events. Let's look at the idea of forgiveness too. Every single religion, it's about forgiveness and letting go in order to reach enlightenment, in order to reach salvation. You know, where you got to ask Jesus for your forgiveness. You got to go into meditation, like with Buddhism, Hinduism, you got to go offer, you know, forgive yourself and then lean on the different gods or deities, you know. And then, like with the new age spirituality, is more of you got to just forgive yourself and connect with yourself. And so, there's all these different, um, there's a mirroring effect that's happening amongst a lot of different religions and perspectives, whether it's religion or no religion. There's a common element that forgiveness is a huge part of that freedom, of that inner peace, of that unconditional love. Forgiveness is crucial to the empowerment because forgiveness opens up the energy flow instead of having all these, think of like resentment and things you're holding onto as knots inside of the body. There's a beautiful image that I posted on Instagram a while ago of like forgiveness and resentment. And it's just a childlike drawing, but one had a bunch of knots and the other one had a clear flow of energy. And that's really what it does. When we learn the practice of forgiveness for ourselves and for other people on a big level and on a little and on a micro level, we can start to practice it all the time. And guys, I have to do I naturally do this with myself constantly because I'm such a perfectionist with things that I have high standards for myself because I'm a go-getter and I love that about myself. And at the same time, I have to constantly be forgiving myself because I'm freaking human and so are you. And so, so you have to get into the practice. You don't have to, right? You don't have to. If you would like to create more peace in your internal world, right? The relationship between you and you. Start forgiving yourself daily. Check yesterday at the door, but maybe before you check it at the door, you go through some of these questions. What happened? What happened? What am I feeling? What did I learn from that? What am I pissed off about from that? What do I want to take with me and what do I want to leave behind? Everything is happening for us. Everything in our life that's coming up has a lesson and something within it that we are here to learn. And if we don't learn, that's okay. It's just going to keep happening again until we do. But some things, it's not so much that it's a lesson in and of itself. Some things, it's what happened and it's the journey of who we become by getting through that shitstorm. So it's developing your resilience, your character. It's developing different things. And sometimes we have an experience happen so we can practice using the things that we've said we are, right? Or the things that we can do that we get to practice and flex those muscles, flexing the muscles of trust, of self-expression, of saying no. The list goes on. And so 
Just trust that you're exactly where you're meant to be and that anything you're experiencing, you can handle and that you're, you are capable and it is possible. Okay. I love you guys so much. Um, I'm Kelsey Lowe. You are listening to Joyfully You Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram story, tag me at Kelsey Lowe Show. If you haven't already popped over and said hi or started following me, I'm doing Instagram stories every single day and I would love to meet you because you're the reason why I I create this podcast every day. I think of you. I think of that one woman and I think of her self-love journey and, and I don't ever want you to be alone because there are so many times that I felt alone. I felt like I am so emotional and no one gets me. Well, guess what? I get you. (laughs) Um, I hope you have a wonderful day and I will see you on the next episode. I'm Kelsey Lowe and you are listening to Joyfully You Podcast. Podcast.